Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for spending your time with us and including the conversation that I'm creating here in your life. And I want to welcome you, no matter what part of the world you're from. So if you're from the United States or Canada, Central or South America, Australia, what is the Far East from here? So places like Hong Kong, in Japan, or if you're joining us from somewhere in Europe, the United Kingdom, like I said, Australia, New Zealand, all those places, South Africa, anywhere in Africa, welcome to what we're doing here. And I know I have listeners in all the places that I just mentioned. So I want you to know that I, I might not know you, but I know you're there. So this week's episode. I've been asked about this many times. I've talked about this on occasion. I've talked about this on previous episodes. Actually, I talked about it before when somebody asked me a question from the nation. And by the way, I might include, we got a great question from the nation this week. Brilliant question. And if you want your question featured on the show, 646-450-3203. Leave me a voicemail or send me a text. Connect at garyjohnbishop.com or go to the website, unfucknation.com and send me your question that way. But anyway, this week's issue or item is the item called trust. Now, it seems like such an important part it seems like such an important part of our lives. Yet there's very little thinking that we do about trust. And I will add, by the way, the new relationship book that's coming out in January, I get into this fucking thing, right? Because trust is an important part of our love relationships, particularly, but all our relationships. And if you think about trust, very often when you hear people talking about trust, it's about, they're generally talking about what somebody else did, right? I mean, there's, there's other items that I'll get into in this, but if you focus on that one for now, we're mostly talking about you broke my trust in you, which again, if you just think about that dynamic, and it's a very common 
dynamic. And you might have had people in your life that you feel as if broke, whatever trust you had in them, messed with that, screwed with that, destroyed that, la di da di da di da. If that's your experience of somebody, I don't think you understand trust. I don't think you understand it. I don't think you're at the source of it. I don't think it's even useful for you. You should probably just fucking abandon it because you really must understand what trust is when you start to partake in it. You see, the first thing you have to get clear about, when I trust you, that's what I'm declaring. It's up to me to whom I might afford that trust. I also want you to know, though, that when I trust you, I am clear that I'm responsible for my trust. I don't put that on your shoulders. It's my choice to trust you or not. If you're ever having to convince yourself as to whether you trust someone or not, you don't. You don't trust them. It's not something you should need to convince yourself about. You can either get behind this declaration of yours, this choice of yours, by the way, I choose to trust you, and I choose to trust you as my choice. Why is that important? Because like all your choices in life, you're choosing the whole of it. I choose to trust you, which includes the chance that you might not behave in a way that's consistent with my choice to trust you. But I'm clear this is my choice in the matter. So what I don't do, you guys, if I choose to trust you, it's not something I'm going to beat you up about. It's my choice. And like I said, I do so full in the knowledge that you could go one way or another way. If you go the other way, I might choose to no longer afford you that trust. Or I might. It depends. But even if I choose to trust you in the future, I'm doing so fully in the knowledge that you have responded or behaved in ways that are not consistent with the level of trust that I have afforded you. But again, I don't make that your fucking problem. You got to live your life like I got to live mine. And I'm including those of you that are in, you know, relationships with people and you feel as if you trusted them and they did things that were inconsistent with that trust. That's right. And you chose to trust them. And in fact, if you look, if you just kind of open up your mind a little here to the whole notion of trust, it's predictable that people won't always behave in a way that's consistent with the degree to which you trust them. Why is that? Because trust is such a blanket word. It doesn't cover every eventuality. So ensconced in this notion of trust includes a possibility of betrayal. Say it again. Ensconced in this notion of trust includes the possibility of betrayal. But it's only betrayal, and you got to really fucking think here, it's only betrayal to whatever degree you have afforded trust. So it's still coming from you. It's still your fucking choice to trust or not. 
So then surely, Gary, the best thing you do is don't fucking trust anybody. Now, that's no way to live either. It's like people that try to fucking live the life without error or without disappointment or without pain or heartache. You end up living in a tiny little enclosed bubble of perfection that ultimately proves to be nothing but just unadulterated bullshit. It takes something to live a big life. It takes something to trust another human being. But when you're clear that it's your choice, and they'll sometimes take you up on that offer of trust, and sometimes they'll take it up and they'll deliver, and other times they'll take you up on that offer of trust, and they won't deliver, and that's part of the deal. And then you're left for your next choice right there in the next moment. Am I choosing to trust you again? or? Am I choosing to trust you, given what's happened, in a much more defined way? Like only with these items, not these items. Because in these items, your behavior has shown me that this is not something you're reliable for. doesn't make you a bad person. You're just not reliable for whatever I'm choosing to trust you for. You're not reliable for it. And I'm not even saying you need to get reliable for it, because you might not want to. I'm just saying when it comes to my relationship with you, we're good over here, but this here, I'm going to be responsible for the potential impact that you might have on the quality of my life. And again, for the people in the back, I am going to be responsible for the impact that you might have on the quality of my life. Therefore, in this area, yeah, I'm not going to afford you the same kind of trust that I do in this other area. Is this making sense? What does all of this do? Well, number one, it stops you being a big fucking victim. Trust is a choice. It's a choice you're making. Stop blaming your fucking choices and other people. Own your choices. And when someone does whatever they fucking do and you feel as if it violated whatever trust you had in them, then you would respond accordingly in alignment with the degree to which you are now willing to trust this person or this situation. And you will think it through and you will act in whatever will provide the best outcome for this situation or relationship. But you must really get that trust is a choice. It's not a feeling. I don't feel like I can trust you. All right, well, you might say, well, you're not going to do it. But then again, I might feel like you've done some things that I'm not entirely lined up with, but I'm choosing to trust you anyway. And again, I'm not going to make myself a fucking victim to you. I'm going to get that it's my choice. I'm choosing to trust you. And I'm going to take whatever that brings my way. And I'm not going to say to you, don't betray my trust. I'm not going to do that with you. Why? It's my fucking choice. It's my choice. And by the way, just the same as I'm now choosing not to afford you that trust. It's not appropriate. It doesn't work. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying you're the fucking devil. I'm just saying it doesn't work. And I get to say what works in my life. And this doesn't work. And you're free to make whatever choices you want to make. And I'm not fucking holding you to ransom over this. Because I wouldn't want anyone holding me to ransom over something. I'd want to be given the choice to be myself 
and live life in my terms, my way. And so I'm going to afford you that too. You get to make your own choices, but whatever you choose, it's your fucking choice. Now, let's get to the other elephant in the room, because there's two of them, which is trusting yourself. So we've been talking about trusting another. Trust in yourself. So I'm going to get you in your situation, if you don't feel like there's certain things you can trust yourself with, we're going to take it with trust away because there's a lot of morality attached to trust that's really not required, particularly when talking about trusting oneself. I'm going to talk about being reliable. Being reliable is when you look at yourself, you look at a certain area of your life, and rather than saying, I don't trust myself there, you would say, I'm not reliable in that area of my life. I'm not reliable for that yet. And if I'm not reliable for that yet, and again, you got to fucking think, what could I do? What could I put into this area of my life that would support me in becoming reliable in this area? So what could I do? What could I put in there? What are the pieces that I could add that would support me in becoming reliable in this area of my life? So it's more about reliability. And so often in places of your life where you say you don't trust yourself, so it might be with things like drinking or eating or your anger or, you know, whatever your thing is, it doesn't really matter. What pieces could you put in? that would really get underneath you and support you in your game of becoming reliable in that area of your life. Reliability elicits trust. Being reliable. Knowing yourself as reliable. And then being honest with yourself where you're currently unreliable. I'm unreliable for keeping my credit card in my fucking pocket. I'm unreliable for that. What could I put in there that would support me? I'm going to cut up my credit cards. That would support me. I'm unreliable when scrolling through Amazon. I know I buy a bunch of shit that I'm not supposed to buy. All right, well, I'm going to fucking do away with the app. Or I'm going to fucking turn my phone off every weekend. Or when I start to scroll, I'm going to stand up and go and do something else. Something specific. I'm going to take the dog for a walk. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to turn on the TV. I'm going to put my phone in the other room. I'm going to call up my friend. Whatever your thing is. Again, what would support you in thickening that muscle of reliability? Now, the last part of this was a question that I answered on The Nation a while ago. But it was somebody who wanted somebody else to trust them again. So if you're somebody who's done something, that somebody says violated their trust in you. Okay. And you want to restore that relationship to where it was. You got work on your hands. The only thing you can say to that person is, I'm requesting you trust me again. And this is what I've done in my life to handle my lack of reliability in that area. Or this is what I'm doing. And I'm not asking you to trust me straight off the bat, what I'm asking you is, 
to remain open to the idea of trusting me in a whole new way. And I'm going to demonstrate to you why that's going to be a good thing for you. I'm going to show you over time that I am reliable for this, right? Now, I know some of you are already, oh, this is a way to get him back or get her back in my life again, right? Stop. That's inauthentic. That's a strategy. The only way you would ever do that is because you actually agree with them, that you can see this as an aspect of your life that doesn't work and it requires you to tend to it and that you'd be doing this to restore your sense of self. See, sometimes people think when you quote unquote betray another, that it's all about betraying them. But it's not. There's been a betrayal of self in there. There's been some level of living inauthentically in there, either with the person you're betraying or the thing or situation you're betraying them with. There's a personal betrayal happening there. You're betraying who you know yourself to be, either by doing it or by living in the situation that you were in before you did it. One of the two of them, sometimes both, by the way, there was a screaming inauthenticity. To thine own self be true, and this night must follow day. Those canst not then be false to any man. Being true to yourself is the greatest power you'll ever have. The question is, what is that self? Because when you truly are that self, there's nothing to trust. There's only to be. And just to be and to be and to be that self. That really is the ultimate game. Trust is a facet of being a human being. I want you to get this to your core, though. It's a fucking choice. And it's yours. You either carry that torch or you don't. And you don't make other people wrong for your choice to carry it or not. It's your choice. I'm choosing to live my life this way. I'm choosing to trust you. I'm choosing not to afford you trust in this area of life. That's your choice. But you can also say, and I'm not making you wrong. You're entitled to make your choices in life. I'm making mine. Here we have them. I might not like what you've done. I might be experiencing the impact of what you've done, but I'll get over it because I'm a powerful human being and I can make other powerful choices in my life. And the choice to trust you is one that I'm unwilling to make or willing to make, depending on your choice, of course. All right, you guys, going to take a quick break. After this break, we're going to take our question from the nation, which is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant question. If you haven't subscribed yet, to the podcast, please make sure you do it. Our podcast continues to grow week upon week upon week, okay? There's no, there's no plateauing for this show. We're growing week by week by week. You know, bang the drum about the show. Tell the people that you know about the show. We want to empower the nation and bring the nation together. I have plans for the nation, by the way, for in 2022. Big fucking plans for the nation. Right off the back of this new relationship book. But anyway, we're going to take this little break right now. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show. And I'll be back in just a moment.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, all right, welcome back. I trust you enjoyed that brief interlude. And this is the part of the show where we deal with our question from the nation. This week's question comes in from Helena. And Helena says, Dear Gary, I am 55 years old. I was married only one time, and my children are now in their early 20s and doing great. My question draws on several ideas of yours. One is from Unfuck Yourself and the idea that we are wired to win. I feel I am wired to win being alone and living with financial insecurity because I've been executing this play for 15 years. How do I get out of the mindset of a person with the problems of a struggling single mom? I want a romantic relationship and I want my own, not a partner's, financial stability. I make a very decent living as a professional in the tech industry, and I am in shape and proud of who I am, proud of everything except for being single and living paycheck to paycheck. These are my shame triggers, single and not rich. How do I step ahead? How do I stop being wired to win as single and struggling financially? All right, Helena, as is the case with every single communication we get from the nation, I'm going to unpack this. You got to really pay attention to what I'm saying so that you can hear yourself, okay? Because I want you to hear yourself. So you read Unfuck Yourself and that whole chapter on Wired to Win, right? I'm wired to win. And I say to you in that book, if you look at the areas of life that are not going the way you want it to go, try on the idea that that's what you're currently wired to win at. And as you pointed to here, You feel as if you're wired to win at proving you should be single and you should stay single and that you'll never have enough money. Okay, so the first question you need to ask yourself is, it's not a simple question. I mean, it's relatively simple to answer, but but you need to dive in a little. First question you need to answer is, if life keeps going the way it's going, What does it confirm about you that you're what? What does it confirm about you? You got to be able to answer that question in a way that it resonates with you. So it's not like an answer, more like a revealing of the truth. If your life keeps going this way, what does it confirm that you already know about yourself? You see, look, here you are in life wanting this financial stability. Here you are in life, wanting to be in a relationship with somebody, and yet you're not doing it. Because look, the simple answer is, go fucking date some people and, you know, spend less cash than you're currently earning. That's a simple answer. Yet you're not doing that. 
you're tempted by old behaviors, old thoughts, old ways of being, old ways of acting that you just follow through on. The first thing you would confront in terms of something new would be, if you look at, for instance, being in a relationship, it's risky. You'd have to expose yourself to the risk. There's no fucking guarantees. There's no guarantees. You could get in a relationship with somebody and they could be a fucking asshole. You could get in a relationship with somebody else, could be the love of your life, or you could be the love of their life, but the feeling's not mutual. La, 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 la. There's a whole lot of hassle around it. That's right. And that's part of the territory. Can't go in the pool without getting wet. If you want to go in the pool, you must get wet. So if you want to get any relationship, you have to realize, yeah, there's a certain territory. So on this one hand, you're saying, I don't want to live like this, and yet here you are living like it. And by the way, for everybody listening right now, you're doing the same or some version of this. Saying you don't want it, but continuing to do it. What does that tell me? You're on fucking autopilot. You're not awake. You're not awake to your potential. You're not connected to what's possible for you. You're just automatically doing the you that you've become. You can only interrupt that with actions. What actions? That's up to you to determine. What's an action? If you pick one of those items, right? So let's say in terms of your relationship status, what are actions that you would need to begin taking that are an interruption to this kind of wiring of being alone? Because there's safety in being alone, by the way. The safety and independence, it's just lonely, that's all. And so you need to expose yourself to that. If I'm going to be in relation with another, what does it look like, really? What would work for me? What wouldn't work for me? And then your only real job is to then go and date people and share yourself and let people in on your thoughts and what it's like to be you. And what matters to you as a human being. No pretenses, no fucking bullshit, just straight up, no kidding. This is who I am. Some people that resonate with, other people that won't resonate with, and on you go. It's not about finding a relationship, it really is creating the one you want. But to do that, you'd have to interrupt those initial thoughts that you have, the safety of solitude. Many people, Helena, talk about what they want. And they'll even complain about what they want. But the reality is what they want is what they have. And if you're sick of that, then you got to really confront the degree to which you have been committed to that style of life and that style of living. So leaving yourself sitting there yearning and wanting and blah, 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 blah. It's all fucking nonsense. It's all bullshit. You got to realize, and it's the same for everyone listening, your first instinct is to survive. Do what you know. Even when what you know is bullshit, your first instinct is to do that. This is a hashtag that I came up with fucking years ago when I first went online. And I still use this phrase a lot, interrupt the drift. Interrupt the drift of your thoughts. Interrupt the drift of your actions. Interrupt. Realize, get awake, open your eyes, open your ears, 
smell what's going on here. And it's a series of interruptions. And you'll interrupt and interrupt and interrupt until you start establishing new behaviors, new things you're now doing when faced with the same similar familiar situations. You're now taking new actions. Sometimes it's as simple as, I talked about this earlier in the fucking show, put your credit card away. Sometimes it's as simple as, Risking something, like I said, like fucking exposing your thoughts or being vulnerable with another. You can't do what you've done and expect it to be different. The good thing about realizing the way that you're currently wired is you can recognize it. That's the good thing. Like, yeah, I'm fucking wired to be in a space of no abundance. I'm wired to to keep grinding away at this. Listen, I've had this conversation many, many fucking times with people. For an awful lot of you out there, if you actually had money, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. And I know there's a few of you right now like, oh, I'd fucking know. No, you wouldn't. You'd be at a loose end. You've trained your own brain to grind its way through this life. That's what I mean when it's an unrecognizable you because you have things and you're doing things that your brain just can't make any fucking sense of. Some of you wouldn't know what to do if you weren't worrying about your finances. Like, I don't know what the fuck would what, I do. Some of you wouldn't know what to do if you weren't complaining about your mom. But what would I fucking talk about? I don't know. I have nothing left to talk about. What about throwing your boss under the bus? What would you talk to your workmates about if you just stopped doing that? I don't know. I mean, that's all we really talk about. That's when you're out there in the unknown, foraging, exploring what it is to be you in new situations. That's the fucking uncertainty that I talk about on Unfuck Yourself Alina. Real life is happening in the uncertainty, not in what you're doing right now. And then that's when you're in that space of just being open to it all. You'll be fine. You can do this. With your finances, little bites, little bits at a time, putting some a little bit of money away, something aside. You don't have to go all in. Like, why am I not a millionaire? Like, well, you know, why don't I have fucking a thousand dollars in my bank account or 500 bucks or 200 bucks or 10,000 bucks, whatever it might be for you. Start getting used to the idea of like, that's the game. That really is the game. You can do it. This isn't fucking rocket science. It really isn't. There's nothing to reward yourself about. One of the things that I did, this was a few years ago, but when I really started to transform my relationship to money, I really became clear that the idea here was to retain it. Like the idea here is to retain as much as possible. I mean, I'm going to spend, but I'm going to spend. And at that time, what I used to do was I'd give myself, you guys, and I've actually given this to people that they could use it. So at the time, you know, I would be, I'm one of these people who, well, it certainly was, I'd get tempted by things. Like I want to, I'd like to buy that. That looks good. And so I did this for about a year. I could only buy things on a Sunday. So I could only buy shit on a Sunday. So if I saw something on a Monday, I had to wait until Sunday. 
And usually what happened was within a day or two of waiting, I would talk myself out of it. But I could only purchase things on a Sunday. And then if I remember rightly, there was also a limit on it. So I could only spend on a Sunday up to this limit. That was it. And then, you know, if I wanted to, if it was something more expensive, then I'd have to wait two or three Sundays. Oh, I can't get it this week. I want to wait two. And I would never do this, by the way. And this was part of the integrity of it. Well, I'll just get it now. And then I won't get anything for the next few Sundays, which I knew was bullshit. Even if I said to myself, I'm going to lose out on it, then that's just the way it goes. There'll be other things. That was really great for training me how to really question whether I wanted something or didn't want it. But that was my thing. For you, it might be like going out or, you know, treating yourself to some fancy meal or night set with friends or whatever it might be. But you got to apply some principles that allow you to think, that allow you to interrupt the drift of your automatic, both with your finances and in your love life. It's not about stopping the internal mechanism. It's about seeing the internal mechanism and introducing new actions that you're now taking that are consistent with what you truly are now clear about that you want. I want a relationship and I want financial independence. Then make your life about that. And I'm be, I really mean it. Like my life is about being in a committed relationship and having financial independence. And you're not living that way right now. And you need to start living that way. The actions that are consistent with that outcome. All that other nonsense about, you know, I hear this all the time about reprogramming yourself. You're going off on a tangent. That's not what your life's about. Get clear about what you want. Start getting clear about the actions that you now need to take. And now you need to step up. And you got to be doing it every fucking day. And you got to use whatever reminders you need to. Get yourself in an empowering conversation. That's what I say with people about this podcast. This is an empowering conversation. This is a conversation about you dealing with yourself and getting yourself connected to your potential as a human being. Stay in the conversation, stay connected to what matters, and produce some small results that are a good indicator to you that this can be done. You're not asking for the earth here, Helena. This isn't some big fucking monumental task. You could have both of these things nailed in the next 90 to 180 days. You have some money put aside and now in a routine for financial stability and financial independence and regularly dating to see what kind of relationship works for you and what doesn't work for you. But if you're not engaging with the life you want, you'll never have it. You must, you must, you must, you must start engaging with the future you are after. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Have a great one. Don't forget, if you want to be part of a future show, 646-450-3203. Connect at garyjohnbishop.com or visit us on the website, unfucknation.com. And don't forget, go to the Unfuck store for your Unfuck Nation gear. I'll see you on the flip side. Have a great one.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.